At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Welcome to the law firm of Davis and Davis. We're not a real law firm. Go ahead, grab a beer, a glass of wine, sit back and listen. Loud. Can you hear me? Not above the music, no. Bueller. <laughs> Bueller. Bueller. Eckerty's sick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't mean to fuck with you, Bert. I, I really don't. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Hey, you totally do. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, unfortunately for our audience, we are still on the Basil Hayden. And I am still enjoying the hell out of this. It, this, this is really enjoyable stuff. I'm, I'm totally digging this. By the way, welcome back, everybody. Good to see you all. And, and once again, we really appreciate all your support. We, we're totally digging this. And if you got somebody that you think might enjoy our show, uh, let them know. We would greatly appreciate it. DavisandDavisShow.com. You can search for it on Google now. We're like a real website. Holy hell, how'd that happen? I, you paid some money, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always tell everyone that you paid the money. I'm That's just, fine. Take it out of my dollar twenty a month. <laughs> I'm, I'm just the technical guy. All right, so let me know what you have done in the past hour and a half. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, not a darn thing. I'm trying to think of anything else I did this week, but I, I did not a not much. Um, did I tell you about my tire though the other day? No, tell my me. tire light came on. What the hell? And I like so I pulled it into. It was Saturday. You have a Honda, right? I have a Honda, a 2018 Honda Civic. Okay. Pulled it into the, pulled it into work on Saturday morning and said, "Hey, I might have a s- slow leak. Can you check it out?" They didn't get a chance to check it out. So an hour before we close, I grab my car. I, I just pull it in to one of the bays in the back and say, "In to one of the lube techs, can I borrow your, you know, your your air thing with the gauge?" And they're like, "Yeah, no problem." So turn it on, plug it in. The one tire is reading five. I'm like, holy fuck. And it didn't look that bad, but I'm like, okay. So like I fill it up 
and like I would let go of the gun and like it would read 36 and it would drop down super fast and Ooh, then just a little leak. It's but then it would stop, but then it would stop. No, 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 <laughs> that would stop. Really? Like it would go down two pounds and stop. Was your TPMS? Yeah, my but in my car, it's not like an individual sensor in each tire. It just reads if one tire is spinning faster than the others. It's a cheap system. But the nice thing is I don't have to spend the $200 to fix a fucking sensor in my tire if it goes bad. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. And then I'd fill it up some more and it would it would show and it'd drop down two pounds and stop. I'm like, okay. So I filled it up to 36 thinking I'll, I'll go a little over, right? I go to, this was, yeah, no, this is a couple of weeks ago. I'm sorry. I go to Bob's house and it, my tire light's on again. I'm like, God damn it. All right, fine. So I plug in his standalone unit 60 pounds in that tire you're fucking shitting me no i'm like oh shit so i like drop it down to regular values and everything i'm like ah, that was that that could have been real bad and so far since i've like said it correctly no tire lights so yeah easy peasy wow <laughs> it was like i had to go tell the dude like dude you need to check your gun oh. <laughs> Holy Fortunately, shit. this guy's just a lube tech and not checking tires, hopefully. Thank God. While I love you too, I think I want to hear something else. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang, hang on. on. Are Hold you ready? On. Are you ready? Nope. Always a good choice. The one band that if I ever got the chance to light it, I wouldn't charge them. <laughs> I think we went over this. Wait, wait. That show got killed off, didn't it? Our music show got killed off, didn't it? Yes. Yes. It, it got totally killed off. Because I, I actually. It doesn't mean that it's not going to happen again. Because I actually like Roseanne. Rosanna, I love this song to death, but I think Rosanna is a slightly better song from these guys. I I would kind of agree with you on that. Uh, I'll accept for the fact that when I saw this group live during Africa, the percussionist did a solo that was just out fucking standing and that's that is that is why africa became my my top yeah. song i i like roseanne roseanne is great lucather has got two fantastic solos in rosanna yes yeah. and it's just got that ebb and flow to the whole song that just i i love i love that song from toto oh my gosh it's a you know the the one thing that I that I really found weird with the band Toto is that their lighting is always extremely muted for hmm. for for the music that they're playing. It's it's kind of like their lighting designer. I don't know if it's their lighting designer or if it's the band's input on the lighting, but. There's not a lot of movement with the moving lights. There's 
changes in color from chorus to uh, pre-chorus to to you know every segment of the song has a different color which is weird and it's muted it's it's like there's no flashing there's no nothing hey during this if you go online and watch the song on youtube you will see that it changes in the chorus out of the chorus chorus or verse are two or hook different or colors. whatever yeah. yeah chorus and verse are two different two different colors then your pre-chorus is another color but it doesn't get flashy well, maybe the they just band. want people to like pay attention to the music more than the i don't know whatever there's there's a lot of bands like that there's a lot of bands that i've worked with that that have said don't want I a don't, lot of movement yeah i want people to listen to the lyrics well you know what three quarters of your freaking audience is drunk as hell so it doesn't matter but this would be a band that i would love to throw some of that EDM lighting into and get fired from it. <laughs> now you gotta sit there and all right. So move over. Burke and I are doing Basil Hayden today. We are we are finishing up our Basil Hayden bottle. Basil Hayden we have, toast. We have Basil Hayden toast. Any proof. It has a tremendous vanilla flavor. There's a touch of that caramel coming through at this point. It's not very pronounced, but it's it's nice. It's in the background. Um, it's a top note kind of bourbon for me. It's not a very heavy. Uh, it's not a very char. Um, there's the, the oak kind of comes through on this but it's it's um it's a it's a a lighter bourbon i think than a lot that i've had in the past which is fine uh but it's just it's it's interesting because it changes as you drink it as the temperature changes as the water content changes it, it it changes the flavors that you pick up and it's just it's 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 very interesting it's very enjoyable i'm I, i'm i'm digging this bottle totally i i, I think that that for this being the the first bottle that we've done together i think we're agreeing on almost everything that that's been said i've enjoyed every yeah. minute of this is it and the most it, fantastic thing i've ever drank no but i i'm really having a great i, I I'm, I'm digging this totally this is totally a, a great sipping bourbon but on top of that, this is a great bourbon to sit down with your with your friends or family and just have a good conversation. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, yeah, I'm I'm kind of kind of into this one. Oh, hang on. Uh here's the, another sign that I'm still waiting for permission to use. <laughs> Uh, 
right. Um, so. So apparently, you and I have gotten through the first segment in 10 minutes. Is that good or bad? Uh, that's great. I think we need to get to the movie. Okay. The movie is the star of the show. It, there's a, And because it's a more recent movie, there's a lot more information we have on this. I've got a ton of like very technical stuff that I'd, that I'd like to cover if possible. Oh, um, it's totally possible. Yeah. Okay. So this uh, is the Batman. Well, from before 2022. we get into that, let's get into our break. Okay. And then we'll come back and it's the Batman. Let's do this. Are y'all ready? I'm ready. Here we go. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. We're back. Hi again. So that song, in honor of my friend, Russ Martin, died last year. One of the best radio hosts I ever met in my entire life. Was number one in Dallas for 20 years. Damn. A hell of a run. He was a great guy. I liked him. Oh, I guess I should uh... set the timer. That's right. We're here and we are going to talk about the Batman. This is the first movie that we have reviewed that first came current. Out. Yeah. Came out in the same year that we're reviewing it. 
um, just came out on DVD. DVD, Blu-ray, yep. Let's HBO. see. HBO. Who's our director on this? Matt Reeves. Let me uh, let me put the glasses back on. Uh, 2022 two hours 56 minutes this is a long film yes uh there were people watching this movie with me that did not make it through it <laughs> we're asleep about two hours into it this was, it was a, a long movie yeah this is also written by matt reeves and peter craig uh music by michael Giacchino, Giacchino, I'm Giacchino, Giacchino, and I, I, I'm looking at these guys. I'm looking at what they've done in the past, and they don't—they have a good library of stuff behind them, but not huge. I'm like, how did this movie look and perform so well? And then I saw who the cinematographer was, Greg Frazier, yes, who did Dune. Like, ah, okay, it all makes sense now. Well, before we get into depth here, uh, what what's the premise of the film? This is basically, it, it's not an origin story because we've seen that a million times. This is year two of Bruce Wayne being Batman. And it's kind of the tipping point it, between him just being a pissed off guy with a lot of money that's kicking bad guys' butts and him becoming a detective and becoming something better than he was. And remember, DC Comics stood for Detective Comics. So that was kind of the origin of Batman way back in the day anyway. So it was an so, interesting take on, because we've seen so many Batman and I kind of like them all. I won't lie. They all have, they all have a soft spot in my heart. Even the, the Clooney with the nipple, the bat nipples, I, you know, I like them all for different reasons. Okay. I, I, I guess I, I should step in here. Uh, this, this film is... Uh, every Batman series has been filmed uh, differently and, and taken into different contexts. Uh, the original Batman actually showed the beginnings of Batman. The Dark Knight was a different sinister Batman mm -hmm. that I loved. I, I, I love the Nolan series. I, I love the Nolan trilogy to death. Uh, we had the Val Kilmer era, which I, I feel bad for Val Kilmer. Yeah. I think he kind of got screwed. Yeah. We had the Batman and Robin era, which was absolutely idiotic for the films. Okay, but on the flip side, I mean, Batman was a cartoon for a long time, 
and, and they they base it off the cartoon pretty much more than the comics and i'm fine with that i'm fine with that if you want to bring robin in bring robin in they didn't bring him into the movie to be number two they brought him in as kind of a a whimsical here we go yeah robin was supposed to be according to the the comics robin's supposed to be just as powerful as batman they became darkwing and moved to another city and basically became their batman well there's a difference there's a difference there is that where we're going because if that's where we're going we need to title it that way yeah you know, I, there, there, there were mistakes made in some of those films. That's granted. Uh, but I guess before we go into the past, we need to we need to 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 base this movie. And and this movie came out. It was released March fourth, two thousand twenty-two. That's what a month ago. Yeah. Two months ago. Something. Two like months that. ago. Uh, what was the opening? Uh, the numbers that I have, and these may be the initial numbers, was Batman on, as number one with a $369 million gross. Okay, so that is the gross. The opening, the opening week was $134 million. Oof. That's strong. Million That's strong in anybody's book. In the first week. Well, there were not a lot of movies. You, you got to realize this was one of the first big budget blockbuster movies other than Marvel that has come out since the pandemic is over. We don't care. Whatever. Yeah. I, okay, so so <laughs> I I'm gonna give you some numbers here, and this is gonna tell you a little bit about how this movie is doing. In the United Kingdom, this movie has made forty nine point nine million dollars already. In France, twenty two million. In Germany, 19 million. Spain, 11 million. Spain. Spain. <laughs> Guys, Spain has like 2% of the population of the United States of America. The, the, the numbers are astronomical for this movie. Uh, domestically opening... They had $134 million and they have grossed so far $369 million. It's not too shabby. That's extremely impressive. Now, according to Box Office Mojo, Dr. Strange has surpassed it ever so slightly at 374 million but 
the stuff that I had found was Batman was on top of 369, Doctor Strange was at 349. So they're they're real close. And I have not seen Doctor Strange yet. Spider-Man No Way Home, which I had loved. I, I had low expectations for that movie and absolutely fell in love with it. I love that movie. But anyway, we may talk about that one at a different date. But okay, but the rest of the movies on the on the list here, Sonic the Hedgehog, Uncharted, The Lost City, Fantastic Beasts, Sing Two, and Scream. Not a lot of competition out there. Uh okay, Hank. Uh, Doctor oh, Top Top Gun Maverick is actually shown on this one chart already at 160 million. That's kind of bizarre because I didn't think that movie was technically out yet. Uh, Top Gun is listed as 160 million. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, 160 million, and it is ranked fifth for the yeah so far. Doctor Strange is leading it with 374 million. Yeah, uh, Batman's Batman, number two, Spider Man's number, number three. Two. Yep. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is number four. Now, Spider-Man came out... December 17th? Yeah, that's what it's saying. And it's saying that, that it grossed $231 million, but yet its that's... total gross is 804 That is leading me to believe that they released the DVD... At that the could, same time that they released the the uh yeah these numbers are kind of weird that, that's that's it's very weird to see a discrepancy that big yeah that's you, huge you you can't tell me that spider-man no way home has beaten out the batman and dr strange by 500 over, million yeah over over 50 percent yeah that's, there's no the, way the total gross has got to have dvd sales in there but i mean but look at the rest of the list i mean yeah morbius is number 12 and everyone hates that film jackass forever is number 14 on that list yeah Downton Abbey is on the list. I mean, there's just not a lot of movies. The Kingsman was at 22. Wow. All right. Well, whatever. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But the, the okay. But okay. Ghostbusters Afterlife. You can't tell me. Okay. Something's something well, is. Dude, the not... Matrix Resur Resurrections is at 34 on that list. Good lord. Ghostbusters Afterlife has $129 million gross. That's bullshit. It didn't do that well. I mean, I it didn't it. do that well. I wasn't good. It was okay. It was it was nice. It was nice to see them all back together. Whatever. Nah, whatever. Anyway, we're talking about the Batman tonight. So all right. Yeah. We're we're on the Batman. So let's let's get to what we gotta talk about here. All right. So uh, guess on the Rotten Tomatoes meter. I am gonna guess 98. 
Eh, a little on the high side. It's at 85 on Rotten Tomatoes. The audience score is slightly more at 87%. Wow. Okay. Could not find anything. RogerEbert.com had a review by a lady named Christy Lemire. Okay. And she gave it a three and a half stars, I think, out of four, but I'm not 100% sure. She liked it a lot. She liked it a lot. Okay. So, uh, uh, your 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 impressions. You want to give a couple impressions on the movie? All right. I actually wrote this out because of the fact that there were certain things that I didn't want to miss. Uh, overall, the concept is great. I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was something that 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 was very viable. It wasn't too political, which was a good thing to me. Yeah. Now, my negatives came in several aspects. Costuming. I thought the costuming was horrible. You have... I'm going to ask a counterpoint there. Sure. Being, are you talking about the Batman costume? Are you talking about no. Catwoman's costume? Are you talking about I'm Riddler's talking costume? About, I'm talking about the costuming in general. Because hmm. I thought so. so I, I thought that the Batman outfit was kind of fitting. It was because great. it was it was very rough. Like once again, this is year two, like and right. a lot of his gear yes. was like you couldn't. I, to me, it was kind of realistic because you didn't want to. He didn't want to broadcast the fact he was a billionaire. This had to look cobbled together, and and and, and his outfit looked like tactical gear and shit that was kind of like taken from here and there. So, as the costumes, saying, well, it goes, it goes beyond the costumes, but the costumes I found to be extremely uh, cheap. Um, I, I, I think that was, I almost want to say that was on purpose because I almost, I almost agree with you. It was the Catwoman costume that bothered me. Because she was broke. I mean, she was trying to get her slash girlfriend slash friend out of the country. And they were living in squalor anyway. I mean, she didn't have a ton of money. They were living in squalor because they wanted to live in squalor. She was making decent money doing what she did. Yeah, but she was trying to get them out of Gotham. She was saving all her money. She didn't have a lot to spend. How do you get a $10,000 motorcycle if you have no money? Well, if you're a cat woman, you need that kind of getaway vehicle. I mean, you got priorities. It's, I, I, but look at I, your cars. Dude, I yeah. don't buy it. I don't buy it. <laughs> Secondly, the music. I was very... Uh, I hated it. I had... I had very mixed feelings about the music because 
some of it was way more subtle than it needed to be. Like, it, like the Riddler's theme was actually Ave Maria in a minor key, which I found very interesting. But I didn't. None of this music. I, I, I like the I like the music, but it, it, I, I I almost feel like the director wanted to play fourth fiddle to everything else in the movie. Um, I hated was okay. the music. I hated it. I can see that. There, there were several times throughout the whole movie where you just heard two different chords being played. Yeah, and it was you, just... Eh, 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 eh. You heard the same yeah, thing like in Jaws. I'm sitting here going, dude, dude, come on, have some. Well, you didn't like the Kurt Cobain music? I I was a, a huge fan of the first Batman. Yeah. And why was that? Because you had several had, different You had Danny times. Elfman doing the music. Well, you not just had Denny Elf- Elfman, you had Prince. You had you had a whole you had a variety of, of it was stuff. a cartoon. I mean it was meant to be cartoonish. Okay. I, I mean, yeah, no, I get I I, I, I understand where you're coming from. I, I, I really do. I mean the, I, the music was a little lackluster for me too. I will I will definitely give you that. I'm I'm sitting back looking at the fact that this movie made $300 million in the first week, and I could have scored that. <laughs> there wasn't much else out there. I I just I I'm sorry. I, I if that was a director's decision. That, that's fine, well, and good. But if I were Michael, I would not be impressed. Uh, who knows? Maybe, maybe they ran out of money. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. You don't, don't know. know. I don't. They may have run out of money, but guess what? They've made it on the backside. That's true. Well, they didn't know. They honestly didn't know if people were going to hate it. Yeah, remember, this is kind of like when Heath Ledger originally was you know sent out to the public as Heath Ledger is going to be the Joker and people were like fuck that that guy sucks he's going to suck as the Joker I mean there was this huge backlash and the same thing happened when they said Pattinson's going to be Batman they were like oh fuck that he's going to suck at this so, uh, you know who knows they they may have not had a ton of backing money and maybe they skimped on the music I don't know but it was it was okay. It didn't it didn't offend me. It didn't it, it did an okay job of furthering the movie okay. along. But it was like it I was said, okay. Like I said, we are going to have two different takes on this movie. Oh yeah, and I I, I knew that this was going to happen. Um, okay, you brought up Pattinson. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will expand upon this Pattinson's character was not one of the characters that 
I put a negative mark on okay. in this movie. I thought he was phenomenal in the job that he did with Batman. Uh, once again, I come back to costuming and uh, makeup. The entire movie looked the same all the way through. James Pattinson, whether he had the mask on or not, looked like he was sallow and sick. The The whole movie was kind of designed to look that way. And I, the, the whole city is sick. I mean, there was kind of a, a whole theme, but yeah. I, I understand that, but myself as a DC comic lover, I don't see that in the comic books. That's where I'm starting to have issues with the movie that was made is that whether whatever series, I want to know what series they are basing this off of. Year one was one of the comic strips they based this off of. Because Did you ever read that? I have all of the Batmans. Tell me where you're basing this because Do you have it the... doesn't match up to any well, okay well some of the batmans we've seen don't match up at all i understand that i mean if you know batman and robin i understand that i yeah. i under listen and this will come into our part two in the next segment, when okay. we dissect between the other Batmans, I'm just talking about this Batman. I don't yeah. know where it lands in the comic book series. It doesn't have to. I mean, once again, this is a movie. This is a director's idea of what he thinks the Batman could have been. It doesn't have to adhere to anything because a lot of the batman movies in the past have not adhered to anything and that's okay it's a director's vision of what they feel they want to show on screen i i i i kind of dug this stuff i mean there was there was a lot of good in this movie i thought there was a ton of good in this movie i loved there's a there's a lot of stuff in this movie i absolutely loved i and, and believe it or not I've never liked Zoe Kravitz in anything I've ever seen her in. Uh, she was in the Divergent series. She was in a bunch of stuff. I have never liked her as an actress. I changed my mind after watching this performance. I thought she did a great job in her role. Um, I love the fact that the Wayne family legacy wasn't as squeaky clean as every other movie portrayed them as being he's you know his background is not above reproach it's not you know i, I kind of dug the fact that the whole movie was was dirty um and then there's little little tidbits like i, I really love the scene after the big uh car chase where the batman is walking up to the penguin's car 
it's and he's upside down, but it's very reminiscent of old westerns. Like you can almost hear the sounds of spurs as he's walking up to the car. There was just a lot of there was a lot of really nice nods in this movie. A lot of good scenes. I, I yeah uh, okay. So go ahead, you Colin, talk now. Colin <laughs> Farrell's Colin Farrell's uh, portrayal of Penguin was was good. But I, I, I believe I've seen better. Yeah, but if you didn't know that was Colin Farrell, would you have picked him out as Colin Farrell? Well, no. But is that supposed to boost this movie for me? Okay. Oh yeah, I told you. You and I were. I know. I know. I mean, I. I kind of feel like if the Nolan trilogy had introduced the penguin, yeah, he would have been a lot closer to Farrell's performance than any other performance. Because let's face it, Danny DeVito was way beyond the comic book version. I mean, Meredith Burgess did a more realistic portrayal of the penguin than Danny DeVito did uh, of the penguin. Okay, now, now let me ask you a question here. All right. The Danny DeVito movie was a, a, basically an extension of the first movie with Michael Keaton. Yep. Did that penguin equal the Michael Keaton movie? Did it equal where that movie was? That movie at that point in time was cartoonic. The Joker is more realistic than the Penguin was, though. Okay. Okay, I I can see that. Yeah. Uh, now, now here, here here's where it's hard for me. As a DC and Marvel lover. We are now transitioning into a different era, a different Batman. Yeah, the, the, supposedly, this is not part of the DC extended universe. This is almost like a different, different DC universe. Almost, this is like if okay. I'm just I'm just taking this from the stuff that I've read and heard and everything like that. This is and, not. This is not Bat, the you know, Affleck Batman. This is you know, this is not a Bat fact. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and I and I, I I the one thing that I really dig about the Nolan trilogy is that it was, it was believable. Like okay, I could see a, a, an actual guy with a ton of money being able to do all this stuff. And it was very, very believable. And that's why I love that trilogy the most. This one was along those lines where it's like the Penguin is not some cartoon. Yeah, they really diverged from the cartoons. And they went to a more realistic style, which I dig. And maybe not everybody does. And that's okay. But it was a very grounded. The Penguin in this one was heavy set, scarred. And those 
things drove his character as well as the, 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 all the mental scars that Batman held that drove his character. So I, I, there's a lot of stuff that I liked about this movie. I see that. And honestly, it, honestly, I probably would have loved this movie if I wasn't into the comics. That could be. Because I've never been a huge DC comic fan. I, I, I don't think I've ever read... Honestly, I don't think I've ever read a single DC comic. I've never read a I've never read a Batman DC comic ever. So I don't have that background. Here's here's the thing with me. Batman, ever since I was eight years old, was my favorite. I have followed Batman. I have every comic book. I love this series this is not batman it is but it's not and i understand everyone has a different vision yeah i just like that they i just like that they picked out a period of like something i've never seen before i've seen the origin i've seen the result i've seen the old man batman I'd never seen the young Batman before. I thought it was a really great look into. It's like, no, oh, this is gonna this is gonna cause some issues. Uh, if you go back in the Bible, you, you, you know Jesus Christ is a baby, and uh, Jesus Christ is a thirty-two year old. There's uh, nothing in between. This is the in between that you don't get to see. I kind of I kind of dig. That he was like, okay, we don't know much about this. Let's build a story around this. All right. Since we have 11 minutes left, I'm going to ask it. All right. What Batman series is your favorite? I, I, I got to go with Nolan's trilogy with Christian Bale. I, I, I the dark knight yeah the I dark knight really is one really of the love. best that is the best yeah. comic series that was ever written uh, no not comic series just batman okay i okay i understand that you're a movie fan more so than a comic like once again i've I'm, never read and it, I've never read a DC comic in my life, so I'm I'm, I'm, I'm coming comic. from a different viewpoint. I'm a comic fan, and you're the, a purist. Oh, you're one of them. And the <laughs> Dark Knight, the Dark Knight is one of my favorite comic series. Why? Because it was Batman in a dark era. Now, the original Batman, I loved. But that mm-hmm. came out in 1960s. It's earlier than that, wasn't it? Well, it was. It was like 19 1954. No, like 19- I think was the first detective comic, wasn't it? That was the first detective comic. It wasn't the first Batman. I think the first Batman that I have is 1961. Okay. Uh, DC comic was 
was around before the first Batman. Yeah. You had your Superman, you had a, a few others. And Superman was the first. Really. Now, if you go into the Marvel side, my favorite was still the Sil- Silver Surfer, which never made it in movies. I don't know why. Not well. Here's the thing. Out of all the Batman series, probably the Dark Knight was the best. And this is why I don't like this movie as much. Because it's not the Dark Knight. Because it's not the original Batman. This is trying to split hairs. Secondly, the music in this sucked. I'll give you that. Third, I thought the costuming was cheap. Well, and it I, could I, have been the time. This film was filmed during coronavirus. Yeah. And they, they had to stop and start and stop and start so many times. Yeah. I, I mean, I give them a lot of credit for that. Is this my favorite movie? No. No. It was three hours long. But the weird thing for me is like it didn't feel that long, which to me is a sign of a decent movie. Wow. I watched it with four people and three of them fell asleep. (laughs) I liked it. That should tell you something. (laughs) all right on that note ladies and gentlemen we have to take a break we're going to come back here in a second burke and i are going to put this on the shelves we're Uh, we got some more stuff to go over but whatever (laughs) or what else oh i'm so excited i got a lot of technical stuff about this movie man i got a lot of technical stuff i am so looking for I said this was going to be like a four-hour show. It could be. Uh, Okay, on that note, uh, what am I going to take us out with? Uh, I don't know, because I'm not over there. (laughs) All right, people. We'll be right back. Talked about a week since the day that you walked. No one thinks it'd never be the same with your empty heart and mind full of pain. So explain to me how I came to this. Take it back to the night we kissed. It was Dublin City on a Friday night with our cousin Coke. I was getting the song now. We were sitting with our backs against the world, saying things that we thought but never heard. Oh, who would have thought it would end up like this? Where everything we talked about is gone, and the only chance we have to move it on is trying to take it back.
I did the I would die for you to birth <laughs> feeling a little bit like a flamer <laughs> your high school roots coming through <laughs> it's all coming back well no that was college <laughs> high school I was a straight guy okay <laughs> yeah, college is a time for experimentation all right so we were talking about our batman who who if you remember the first batman we heard music from this gentleman (laughs) all right all right Burke, where are we going to go with this? Well, I, a couple impressions. Um, the hallway scene, when the Batman goes into the Iceberg Club, there is a scene where he's beating up a bunch of henchmen. It is lit by nothing but machine gun fire. Yes. And you got to admit, that was a badass scene. Okay. Okay. I, I, I will concur. I okay. think that, that was absolutely fabulous. That was a bit. And, and there, believe it or not, there's actually a lot of CGI in this movie. The only thing that stood out that was not great was when Selena Kyle went back to her place, was talking to Annika. She got into her Catwoman outfit that you hate, and she jumped out the window and jumped down a trella or a, the the fire escape and jumped onto the, the sidewalk. Bad CGI right there. Okay. First off, I don't hate the cat girl outfit. All right. What I hate is the cat girl mask because it doesn't match the outfit. You told me a second ago that she was poor and all that yet she has a form-fitting leather outfit it ain't leather that was like spandex and you could buy that in a stripper shop which she probably got all her other outfits from jeez you are you are i'm okay keep talking i'll find a (laughs) photo of it and show you (laughs) anyway don't give me uh, that. It was form fitting. Yeah. And she it was stretchy. A, she had a mask that was cut out and looked a, like shit. Yeah. 
it once again this is their beginnings this is their they haven't you know it's it's the early stuff oh jesus christ i gotta go home and play with myself <laughs> um all right so a couple of my where the fuck is my cursor there we go rob's version of the bat suit actually allowed him to move his neck which might not sound like terribly impressive hold, but hold on are are we on the point of trivia mm. this is because, just because i have 161 questions to ask you god damn all right while you're still sober let's hear them are you ready no but we're gonna do this anyway 161 questions <laughs> what a dick <laughs> What did Robin Robert Pattinson reveal while auditioning for the role? His midriff because he couldn't fit into the outfit that was Val Kilmer's outfit. All right, I'm moving on. <laughs> <laughs> he actually tried on like some of the old Batman outfits. He couldn't fit into them. That's exactly it. It, it. He revealed that he wasn't working out and he took photos of himself and he could not fit into the Batman suit. Well, like his head was too big for half of them. All right. Like the, the George Clooney headpiece he could fit into, but the other ones he couldn't. All right. This is the first version of Batman to directly address the black eye makeup under the cowl. Yeah. In previous versions of the film. The makeup just disappeared when Bruce took his mask off. Matt Reeves oh, hang on. <laughs> Who the hell's Matt Reeves? He's the director and writer, for fuck's sake. We referenced him earlier. I'm going to cut that bitch out. <laughs> to make yourself look good? <laughs> cut that bitch out. <laughs> so anyways, uh, my 141 questions are now gone. What? Yep. I'm retiring. Oh, come on. And I have to bring my, my thing back up. Oh, there are pills for that. No, that thing's always <laughs> up. I think my... Listen. <laughs> you and I will have a discussion about this. And a girl named Kathy Richling will come up. Okay. And I will say I don't know what I'll say. Something. Today. You'll say something. <laughs> you know what? There's pros and cons to everything. Oh, yeah. So, so this, um, this movie was, was heavily influenced by the movie Seven. Um, what? 
No, I'm not lying. It was heavily influenced by the movie Seven. I mean, not. like it, it's raining in almost every outdoor scene. The same as in Seven was filmed in rain in almost every outdoor scene. Um, the Riddler's cards and the Riddler character is literally based upon the real life Zodiac killer, uh, including the ciphers that the Riddler has in this movie. Um, and another little tiny throwback to your olden you know, days. There is an actual bust of Shakespeare in Bruce Wayne's dining room from the old 67 Adam West Batman series. It's there. You got to look for it. Um, okay. Now, there's a really cool little bit in this movie. If you watch it again, in the beginning of the film, uh, maybe the first third, when the Batman goes into the Iceberg Club, beats up a bunch of guys, talks to the, the guy you don't like, and comes out. He comes out of the club, and there is a big wide shot of the Iceberg Club and this hotel across the street. You can see the Riddler looking through I. I glad or uh, you know, <laughs> down to everything. He's been watching this whole thing the whole time, which I, which was kind of a cool little bit. Like you have to go back and look at that and go, oh, shit, he's right there. Fuck. Okay, so over this next segment, people, you are going to see Burke trying to make arguments to make this movie great. And I'm going to make arguments to where it sucks. There are now, just nice little nods in the movie. I'm not saying it's a great movie. I just, I like the little nods to here and there. Let me ask I'm just you bring up trivia. What do you want, man? This is, this is deep dive, what, right? What did Colin Farrell do prior to the movie? This sounds like one of my trivia questions to you that is so open-ended <laughs> you can't possibly answer it. He breathed? He ate breakfast? What uh, are you looking for? All right. Colin Farrell went out to Starbucks in his makeup to prove the fact that nobody could recognize him. No and shit. Nobody recognized yeah. oh i did not find that tip it out that's awesome okay um all right sir da -da 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 -da. a couple little nice little bits the actor inspired elements uh john tuturo who played uh, falcone um actually bought vintage sunglasses out of his own volition, uh, rationalizing that Falcone needed to have his own mask to contrast with the Batman. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, Halle Berry, and Anne Hathaway were all supportive of Zoe Kravitz's portrayal of the Catwoman in this film. Danny DeVito was very supportive and personally approved of Colin Farrell's taking up the mantle of the Penguin. Okay, uh, okay, 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 stop! I, I, I'm just Stop. saying. 
they are not the same characters. I'm just saying the actors said, hey, that's good. Good on you. Colin Farrell revealed that his son was utterly horrified by his character. Why is that bad? Well, I don't know. It's just written there. <laughs> I mean, Voldemort scared the hell out of some of the children on the set of Harry Potter, and he was thrilled to death about that. Let me ask you a question here. Um, Robert Pattinson's Bruce Wayne was partially inspired by what? Oh, uh, I don't know. Kurt Cobain. Oh, I brought that up earlier. Well, okay. I'm just going through my list of. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. No, it, it, that, like right. that was the, like the director was listening to that one song that they play in the movie. And he was like, that was kind of the basis for this whole thing where the downward spiral kind of thing was going on in his brain. All right. So uh, the last two punches in the train station where Ooh. Batman says, I am vengeance. I'm vengeance. Whose idea was that? Was that Pattinson's idea? Yes. And do you know who he was beating up? Uh, I wanted oh, to no, say. I take it back. Let me I rephrase that. I to say it was the guy is losing consciousness, <laughs> so it the, goes. The, the, the no. kid in that group with the half face, yes, actually plays Tim Drake on one of the TV shows. So he plays Robin on one of the TV shows. Just a little trivia. Have you seen... <laughs> Do you watch Corridor Crew? YouTube no. channel? No. Oh, my God. They're, they're big into, like, special effects and everything. They did a... They took the preview of the Batman and they digitally edited the original Adam West into the preview. Yes. It's fucking brilliant. And actually Matt Reeves loved that little preview of there. Um, let's see. Do you know Affleck was signed on to direct, produce and co-write and star in this movie originally? No, really? Yeah. Um, but he had reservations of, about the project. He dropped out. Reeves took over, reworked the story, and removed the entire DCEU connections. Wow. He, wanted to, he wanted to do the detective side of Batman as opposed to the DC Extended Universe. Um, he drew upon the Long Halloween the and its sequel, The Dark Victory, and The Dark Victory was literally um, about Batman hunting a serial killer. Zoe Kravitz was very reluctant to join another superhero film after working on X-Men First Class, but she was a huge fan of the Catwoman character. Um, Colin Farrell kind of looked at the Godfather for his inspiration. Um, 
Frida Corleone, uh, he worked with a dialect coach by the name of Jessica Drake. Uh, she has done such movies as Forrest Gump, Saving Private, uh, and Saving Private Ryan to develop the Penguin's voice. So there was also an actual website, rataalada.com, that is no longer active because now it actually, if you go to that website, it has a beautiful picture of this domain has been seized by the GCPD, the Gotham City Police Department. But when it was active, you could actually go in there and there were ciphers that you could decode, which was just kind of a nice little Easter egg for people that were looking it up. Let me ask you a question here. Uh, oh, sure. Zoe Kravitz and Robert Pattinson were both given advice from Michelle Pfeiffer and Christian Bale. Okay. What, what was that advice? Don't do what we did. Make sure you can go to the bathroom while in the <laughs> costume. <laughs> that is a solid advice. <laughs> God, you gotta love it. Uh, in Wayne Manor, there was a pedestal with a William Shakespeare bust on it. This is in reference to what? The stuff I just talked about 10 minutes ago, the original 1967 Batman series on TV. Well, of course, I'm going through my list. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> You, you ignore me. You never listen to anything I say. Remember Benson? <laughs> you know, it's not that I don't... If you don't listen, you just don't care. Here, here's the thing. I go and edit all this shit. <laughs> and I notice that there are times that I don't see what you say. <laughs> But it's usually when I'm sitting here going, okay, I'm building up the next audio list. I'm building up this. <laughs> you blah, just, blah, you, you don't blah, pay attention blah, to me. Blah, blah, blah. So he, Burke is saying shit. <laughs> and I'm like sitting here going, okay. Oh, fuck, I got to get this audio clip. God damn it. Where is that? <laughs> that's great shit. But I haven't loaded up anything over here. And I have to, and if I don't, or, Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're cool. And fuck you. I'm out. That's what I hear. <laughs> and when All I right. Her, I will marry her. Never. And she and I will be happy and my curse will be lifted. Go off and rule the universe from beyond the grave. Check into a psycho war, whichever comes first, huh? I love Burke to death. I do. <laughs> and I am trying to keep up with him. But Scotty's a little drunk and it's a little tough for him at the moment. Plus, he's trying to think about his edit and all the sound things going on in the background simultaneously. So it's a little difficult right now. I give up. I can't <laughs> All right, I, I, I'm gonna sit here and drink, and Burke's gonna talk, 
And guess what? Batman will be the best movie ever. No. It will be freaking awesome. And guess what? It will never come close to the one movie. Lone Wolf McQuaid. <laughs> best movie ever. <laughs> And I, I'm, I'm digging where you're coming from. There's a lot to not like about this movie. There's a lot of subtle stuff that I really enjoyed about it. Um, I mean, even the cinematography, like they purposely chose like old school lenses that like make all of the side stuff fall off. So you, you have to focus on what's in the center of the, of the frame. Uh, it was Aria alpha anamorphic lenses that were detuned um and they actually and they, they did a lot of weird shit like they took i gotta i gotta go through this stuff here uh they used ip an interpositive which is an orange based motion picture film correct with all positive images made from an edited edited camera negative uh, which made all the, everything was filmed digitally, but they wanted that 35 millimeter look to the film. And so they actually took a lot of this digital imagery, made it into a negative, turned it orange, put it on 35 millimeter, and then turned it back into film, which just blows my mind that they would do that at all. Um, and Greg Frazier, God bless his soul. I love his work on Dune. Okay, Zero Dark Thirty. Rogue One, Lion, Vice, and Dune. We talked about this earlier in the week. You can take an okay script, an okay writer, but if you put a, 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 a cinematography director of that magnitude behind it, it's going to look good. Now, let me ask you that question. Sure. You, you kind of said you didn't like the look of the film. Yeah, I was very disappointed in the fact that it was all gray there wasn't though it there was a lot of the the lighting i think was more subtle i i would ask you to go back and look at this film just from a lighting perspective anytime there was red in the film there was danger to batman anytime there was they use a lot of golds they use a lot of greens the the, the color spectrum changed a lot in this film okay but but it was so subtle that i under okay myself as a as a lighting designer mm -hmm. i understand the use of color to boost a a that to boost the mental aspect of it to heighten person. the yeah. whatever yeah they didn't do that. They can talk about that all they want. Okay, but they, they used, didn't do that. There was a ton of shots in this movie where the the main characters were, were totally backlit. Like when the Batman is walking to the car. Okay. Yeah. Um, they even used the 360 led screens to light half of this film okay so you huh i said okay have you ever seen this stuff like the stuff they use in the mandalorian 
Like yeah. they set up thousands of LED displays yeah. and, and, and used a gaming engine to realistically light and show what was going on. So like yeah. you could have Gotham City at sunset for hours on end just to film whatever you wanted to film. Okay. The lighting was always perfect on the actors there was no blue screen they didn't have to adjust for anything there was some really beautiful stuff on this film let me ask you a question sure um is the perfect lighting in a scene that's bad gonna make that scene better sometimes no <laughs> Sorry. No. No bueno. Sorry. No bueno. I, you just hate this film, man. I didn't hate it. I I didn't hate it. It's it's the fact that it you your 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 mental thing is colored by all your background. And this is the biggest thing between I've never read a comic book and you have. It's like me watching Dune. Mm -hmm. I have read those books from the time I was 10 years old. So, you know, it, it also has to do with the fact that I've, I've lit shows mm -hmm. with with fabulous color and gotten the same result that they've received with no color and, there, and that's that's not saying that it's great it's not saying that it's bad it's that i'm not impressed with it <laughs> You're not going to be impressed because you're a lighting designer. Well, that's the problem. I, I you think need spectacle. You need spectacle. This was not. This was you know, subtle. I I've sat back and put Fletch as a top shelf film. Yet this the one, lighting sucked in Fletch. The cinematography sucked in Fletch. But the storyline kept me going through. Now, the comedy kept you going through. The storyline was well, half-assed. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's just... it's just it's, did, something, it's, it, did something get me through that movie? Yeah. No, no, I get it. This movie didn't do it. And that's okay. It did it for me. This movie did not do it. <laughs> this was not the Batman. The Batman was Michael Keaton <laughs> or Christian Bale. Now, okay. In the whole uh, car chase scene with the, the penguin. Yes. Did you like that scene? Yes. And but, most everything, most everything in that scene was done for real the jump over the flaming mm -hmm. everything all in camera 
all real. Now, the cool thing was when they were filming it from the perspective of the penguin, they used that 360 screen to project all that stuff onto there so that Colin could see the Batmobile actually coming off that jump because he wasn't there for the jump. But he could see it because it was all on the screen. He could react accordingly. It's a that is a great scene. You gotta admit. Okay. Yeah. I'm Burke. <laughs> I love you, brother. <laughs> but this movie is down here. Um, I, I, yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, what do you think? Well, like, let me ask you, what do you think of the Batmobile itself? Just as an entity. Sucked. Really? It, it totally sucked. It was Why? Based off of a Camaro. It I, was based off a Charger. Get it right. Are you serious? It I'm like, dead serious. Dude, it looked like a Camaro. It had the wings in the back end, but it was based off a charger. It had some wings on the back end. It had two engines. Here, that was my shot. Dude, Connery. each of these, they made four of these fucking cars. It had Three of them had over 600 horsepower. Yeah. Brake horsepower. A, had a wing on the back end. Yeah, so did the original Batmobile. Yeah, listen, so did my penis. Okay? <laughs> that car sucked. As that opposed was... to what? Okay, let's look at it in perspective here. The original Batmobile built a Lincoln, built by, by George, Barris, by George Barris, was gorgeous. Yes. The second Batmobile had a jet engine, looked great. Very Art Deco and very cartoony. Okay. Yeah. The third Batmobile had what? Was it the one with the wings that popped up? Yes. And the neon. Yes. It was a crap mobile. It was a but crap he, mobile. Here's the thing. <laughs> the first two Batmobiles. How, how about the Batfleck mobile? How was that one? The first two Batmobiles made what the Batmobile was. Oh, oh the, the, the first Batmobile turning into the little mini Batmobile was cool. Really? You come on. Come on. I mean the 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 the, the Adam, Nolan Batmobile was badass. Adam West Batmobile was phenomenal for what it was in 1968. Oh yeah. That was a, that was a Lincoln for sure that was a He bought that car for a dollar. Yes. Because Lincoln didn't want nothing to do with it. (laughs) Now, the second Batmobile, the second Batmobile. The Burton film was good. 
the Burton in the film. first film. The second film, it was getting a little whatever. It was the same Batmobile. I turned into a little fucking missile that could turn corners. Like that's bullshit. The, the physics are all wrong. Oh my god! Diamond. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna so. Oh. Okay. Do so, you think the Clooney Batmobile was awesome? So, tell me what the best Batmobile was. I Nolan once again. Okay, go on. That was Nolan? it. Was it was the most Why? realistic Batmobile? Why? I'm all into the realism, man. Why? I love this one because it looked like some dude. It looked like some dude built this in his backyard, which kind of what he did. Oh my god! I just uh, I, yeah. <laughs> why is it that I get this feeling that you and I are just? diametrically opposed on this movie we so, are so okay uh ladies and gentlemen we're gonna take a break here and we're gonna come back and we're gonna we're, rate this film <laughs> i don't know where it's going it's gonna be interesting i will talk we'll talk to you real soon I just compared bottles. How we He's do down it. to the brass 
buckle and I'm I, not even close. <laughs> I, I am down to the brass buckle. Um, I will tell you. The Basil Hayden, 100%, I love this. It's great. It's on my top shelf, but it is superb. Thank you. Thank you. All right, now we got into the Batman. And Burke and I have not agreed on anything. On anything. And half the time, Burke has proved me wrong. And, well, I just basically brought up the same thing that he's already said. <laughs> and that's fine. So I guess we've got to. Actually. Actually. Before we move on to rating this movie. What I have to ask Burke is a question that's been in my head. And that's how would you rate the Batman movies as per series? Oh, what is your best? What is your worst? And what's in the middle? The Nolan trilogy is still my top. Okay. The Batman, Robin, and Batgirl is at the absolute bottom. Thank you. Go on. Um, there is another George Clooney in there somewhere. No, I take that back. Let me rewind. Uh, the Val Kilmer movie is only slightly above the Batgirl movie. Not by much. Okay. And then there was the... The originals. Hold on. Yeah, but you had... Was there two or three of the originals? Just the two? He only had two. Okay. I'm not especially fond of the second one. Okay. Uh, you're going to get all pissed off. I'm going to put the Nolan trilogy first. I'm going to put the 2022 god damn it cat get off my keyboard get rid of kendrick and oh my god <laughs> holy hell so nolan trilogy first i like this one a whole lot i'm gonna put it what would that be one two three four i will put the original batman as five I guess the second one with the penguin is six. And then the rest of them were all fucking Muppets. Wow. Hmm. All right. 
<laughs> Number one for me is the Michael Keaton. Sorry. That's all right, man. The first Batman was the first Batman to come out where Batman was a little bit different from the cartoon character. And that excited me. I had a lot of fun with that character. Now, Dark Knight is my number two. I love Dark Knight. I love the darkness of it. The problem with the movie that came out this year is that it didn't follow that script. It didn't have it didn't have the music. It didn't have what it needed to to go beyond. So probably second for me is going to be uh, Dark Knight. Third for me will probably be the second Dark Knight in the series. Yeah, the, the Nolan trilogy for me is just such I, a perfect... Like, I, I, I accept them as a, a whole entity. I, I, I agree with you. I think that those three movies need to come in succession. Yeah. They're and, they're they they are they are beautiful, beautiful yeah. trilogy. Uh I, I'm do, not as thrilled with the third the, the Joker movie by far like, like if I had to rate those three, the one with, with Heath Ledger is definitely number one. The first Nolan Batman is number two, and Bane is number three, but I will just take Nolan as a entity and say it is my number two. All right. So answer me a question. Where did you put the original Batman? Nolan, this one, original. So one, two, three. Okay. I put the original as one. Nolan is two. This one is three. But you didn't hate it a hundred percent. No. Okay. No, and and when my final ranking so comes we're, out, we're only one off. Yeah, uh, when my final ranking comes out, it it's not on the bottom. There were points of it that I hated. Yeah. And. That's with any movie. Oh, yeah. Um, do I think it was the best movie of the season? No. Uh, I don't. Of, of 2022? I, yeah, I, no. There's one movie. Would you like better, Spider-Man? No. What movies you like the best this season then? Come on. 
Well, Chuck Norris didn't put out a movie this year. What the fuck are you talking about? No, it's a Marvel. I haven't. The only other one left is is Doctor Strange, which I haven't seen. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you liked it that much, huh? Dude, it's awesome. Did you watch the uh, the Scarlet Witch series on Disney? Uh, no, I didn't. Oh, shit. Can't believe you didn't see that. No. That's almost a must-see before you see that movie, but okay. Trust me. Doctor Strange is phenomenal. Oh, I'm sure it is. I love this movie. <laughs> Will you put it above Batman? I don't know. Probably. But I'm a big Marvel sucker. Trust me. This movie is to die for. <laughs> hey, guess what? Hang on. Let's what? see if that goes away. I have static in my ears again. Oh, my internet connection is unstable. What the hell? What the hell? I don't know. Yeah, I have static in my ears. What the fuck? All right, so we're going to have to go through this whether we have static or not. Uh, unless you would like to reset your stuff. So while Burke is doing that, we're going to sit back and talk and talk <laughs> about the things that we need to talk about, like Basil Hayden. Ladies and gentlemen, Burke and I have been drinking Basil Hayden toast all night long. This has become one of our favorites. Burke is still working. I'm just looking at my 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 interconnection my internet connection says I'm very fast, so it ain't me. Well, let's see what we have going on here. I have now shut down everything but Zoom. <laughs> I am at two hundred and twenty-five. Uh -huh. Download and 10.5 upload. Really? That's what my thing is saying. My thing is saying I have 280 download. And seven upload. Oh, okay. <laughs> well. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back. This is what the third time we've had to do this. Thank you, Spectrum. Thank you. you stop recording or what? Thank you, Spectrum. <laughs> Spectrum Internet. That's right, people. Enjoy Spectrum. 
Hey, make sure that you check back soon for part two of this podcast. Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.